Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, can you all hear me? People sitting at the back? No. <coughs> okay. Now can you hear me? Little bit. Okay. What else can I do? I think, yeah. Okay, if I. Now you can hear me, right? Okay, good. Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma sambuddhassa. Namo tassa bhagavato arahato samma. Dasa Namo Dasa Bhagavato Arato Samma Sambuddhasa. Friends, I want to start this uh, talk on jhana. Uh, first of all, I like all of you to look at the, the passage on uh, page 31 uh, in English, uh, number 8, first paragraph. Today we focus our mind on the first paragraph of page uh, 31, number 8, right concentration. This is the paragraph. Quite secluded from sense pleasures, secluded from unwholesome state of mind, one enters and dwells in the first jhana, which is accompanied by applied thought and sustained thought, with rapture and happiness born of seclusion. That is the passage I want to uh, focus our mind on today. So, when you practice jhana meditation, this is the passage we have to keep in mind to understand what jhana is. At least what is, what the first jhana is. What are its uh, qualities? What kind of Qualification, uh, qualifications are there in the first jhana. So, quite secluded from sense pleasures, not partially secluded, but quite secluded from sense pleasures. This doesn't mean that you have to renounce your family life, go into the monastery, uh, become a monk or nun to practice jhana. Quite secluded from sense pleasures, only for this purpose, during that period you want to practice jhana. What is the sense pleasures we all know? We like to see many, many beautiful things. We want to make trips. We want to go to beaches. We want to travel to various places to see various things. Movies, and the parties, beautiful places, beautiful people, so many trillions of things are there for us to see with our eyes. Anytime we see them, 
Do you think we can concentrate? No. When you see any beautiful object, pleasant object, we are really involved in deep desire, greed, clinging, craving, wanting. So long as we have them, can we concentrate? No. Similarly, when you want to hear countless things, music, talks, discussions, gossips, all sorts of things you want to hear, let us go to such and such a talk, let us go to such and such a musical concert, concert, and let us go to such and such a place to hear the political uh, talk and so on and so forth. So long as we go there or listen to beautiful sounds, we cannot concentrate. Our mind is completely obsessed with our attachment, clinging, craving for the sound. People might say, well, when we listen to very beautiful, soothing music, we gain concentration. Sure, you gain concentration, but that is not jhani concentration. You may say it is very much like attaining jhana. During that uh, very soothing, comforting uh, music in a low voice, in a quiet place, you gain certain degree of concentration. That is not jhanic concentration. Similarly, smelling, things that we like to smell, flowers, perfumes, food, especially when you smell food, aroma of food, can you concentrate? You can concentrate on your greed, on your food, on the taste, but that is not jhanic concentration. Similarly, taste of food, not only smell, but the taste, when we taste various type of food, drinks that we like very much, we cannot concentrate. Similarly, touch that we like, when we focus our mind on that, we cannot concentrate. So, these are the five courts of sensual pleasures. Quite secluded from them, we will discuss these things in greater details later on when we talk about hindrances, but uh, for now, in order to explain this formula, at the very outset, as an introductory talk, I want to mention these few things first. Quite secluded from them. That is why when we observe the precept here, there's one special precept nacya gita vadita visuka dasana mala ganda vilepana dharana mandana vibhusanatana vermani sikkapadana samadhyami. Singing, dancing, nacya, dancing, singing, participating in singing and listening to music uh, and playing musical instruments and then uh, using various kinds of perfumes uh, and uh, watching various type of uh, movies and dramas and so on. Uh, we abstain from these things, certainly because uh, they are not bad in themselves. Of course, people throughout human history, from the beginning of our human civilization, people used these things for entertainment. They are not uh, unethical in themselves. But for this particular purpose of gaining concentration, gaining jhanas, 
we have to abstain from them. That is one reason why we want to observe this precept at the very beginning of our retreat. Why is that? We want to gain real deep concentration. Very good purpose, for good purpose. I will explain all this later on. Quite secluded from sense pressures, secluded from unwholesome mental states. Now, first part we talk about uh, physical seclusion, such as you came here, physically you are secluded, not engaged in social activities as such uh, as before, uh, living uh, your regular life, your family, your jobs and so forth. From them you took some time off. That is your physical seclusion. <coughs> However, when we are physically secluded, it actually is not real seclusion. It has some characteristics such as uh, uh, away from uh, various sounds, going came to a place where there are not too many sounds, uh, away from uh, various type of hustle, bustle, busy city activities, city life, came here but you have not come here, leaving everything behind. You brought many of these things with you, not in big suitcase, not in, not a cardboard of things for us to see, but you can see them by yourself, the stuff that you brought here with you. They are stored in your mind. <clears throat> that is another uh, thing you got to seclude from. That is the difficult thing. The things that you carry physically, which is tangible, perceptible to everybody, you can leave them behind, your house, your family members, spouses and so forth, you can leave behind your all other possessions. But the things that you brought invisibly are with you. Only you know what those things are. That is your job. Various type of activities you have not left behind. So we have to leave them also behind, temporarily, at least for during the time we practice this particular meditation. That is the difficult part. <coughs> Easier part we wholly done. Came here with uh, more subtle more difficult thing to leave behind. Secluded from unwholesome mental states. <coughs> Bringing all, when you brought all these mental states, you have the mixture of both, wholesome and unwholesome. So you don't have to let go of your, un your wholesome mental state, but you have to let go of your unwholesome mental states. These two things don't work together in order to gain concentration. Quite secluded from sense pressures, secluded from unwholesome mental states. That is to find a suitable place to practice concentration, meditation. Now, 
<coughs> when you have practiced this, one enters and dwells in the first jhana. Formula, the passage is very simple. Having left these two behind, two kind of things, physical and mental obstacles leave behind, enter the first jhana. When you enter the first jhana, there are various other things to do. Having left this, these things behind is one thing, but then you have to do various other things. I just want to uh, mention these things at the very beginning, because later on when we go into detail, you may forget the very uh, succinct passage that explains the jhanic state. And that's why I wanted to mention the passage at the beginning to uh, for you to uh, recollect the state of mind when you have attained jhana. In that state you are so quiet, so calm, so peaceful, mind is uh, concentrated, uh, it is called uh, uh, wholesome, one-pointedness of wholesome state of mind. One-pointedness of wholesome state of mind. We have left behind unwholesome mental states and then we have many wholesome mental states. They have to be consolidated. Consolidation of wholesome mental state of mind is called jhana. Oh yeah, regular concentration does not have the consolidation, collection, unifying wholesome mental state. <coughs> and also for the uh, for jhana, what we call right jhana, uh, that we explain later on, uh, all wholesome mental states are there in the right jhana. What are the wholesome mental states? There are many wholesome mental states, but when we attain jhana you must remember that uh, you are not just like these pillars, rocks, vegetables. Your mind is active and yet not disturbed, and yet mind is not uh, scattered, but collected, one-pointed. <coughs> In that state, There are many uh, qualities, many states that you yourself can notice, such as <coughs> they are called, you, say, you read in the uh, formula, quite secluded from sense pleasures, secluded from unknowns and mental states. One enters and dwells in the first jhana, which is accompanied by Applied thought, accompanied by applied thought. What is the applied thought? We hear this word over and over again without <coughs> having very clear understanding of what applied thought is. In Pali, you know, it is, uh, when we read in Pali, the language in which the formula, this passage is 
originally stated the word applied thought for applied thought in pali is called vitakka vitakka what is vitakka vitakka means <coughs> thought so in the first jhana there is a thought what kind of thought wholesome thought what are these wholesome thoughts first first group of wholesome thoughts are called vitakka applied thought there's a group of thoughts they are not active you don't uh, uh, you don't keep thinking but these roots of these thoughts are in your mind what are they you have you are since you have left behind sensual pleasures left behind unwholesome mental states your desire clinging craving for them does not exist in your mind at that time that means mind the mind is not interested in going back to those things that you have left behind mind is not interested because this experience your yogic experience is so gorgeous awesome altruistic peaceful there is no desire for any of those things those things gives pleasure only when you are not in jhana once you are in jhana those things will not give you any pleasure because you think that they are very trivial child's play just like when you were playing as a little child you enjoyed all kind of toys as adult they don't bring you that much pleasure to you because you have something for adults to do your mind is grown developed and therefore it is matured not interested in child's play sensual pleasure is a child's play any animal can have it one doesn't have to have a developed matured deep calm peaceful mind to have them so you have no interest in that that is one kind of thought you have that means no thought of sensual pleasure but you have the thought of letting go thought of letting go then when you have sensual pleasures along with that comes resentment anger disappointment don't think sensual pleasure comes alone it comes with its own companions the opposite people say so love hate dichotomy is going together where there is so called love hate also is lurking under it and therefore since you have let go of greed you have let go of your hatred also ill will anger 
disappointment, resentment, jealousy, you let go along with that. That is the second thought of belonging to this applied thought. So in applied thought itself, it's a, it's a bundle of thoughts. One is you have no desire for sensual pleasures. Second is you have no resentment or anger, jealousy and so forth, comes along with the sensual pleasure, comes along with the greed. You don't have that. That means you are not interested in developing jealousy, tension and so forth. There's a second applied thought. The third, when you don't have resentment, you, your mind naturally becomes soft and gentle and uh, your mind will be filled with compassion. When someone, if you remember someone suffering, suffering is somewhere in the world, at the moment you are, at, during the time you are in jhanic experience, jhanic state, your mind is filled with compassion. Mind with, will be filled with compassion. And these three together are called applied thought. Applied thought. Sustained thought meaning once those three types of thought arose in the mind for the first time in that intensity, in that strength and power, it stays in the mind. It stays during that time that those three thoughts stays in the mind. Keeping them in the mind, them, is sustained thought. You maintain them. quite secluded from sense pleasures, secluded from unwholesome mental state of mind, one enters and dwells in the first jhana which is accompanied by applied thought and sustained thought. Then <coughs> you have joy. You know what a pleasure, what a joy it is not to have greed, hatred, and the mind filled with compassion. Just imagine the kind of joy we have. You can stay in that mental state. We will discuss these things in, in a little greater details later on. But I just want to mention the qualities of the first jhana once you attain it. As I mentioned, it is not just mere going to sleep or making your mind without feeling, body without feeling, <coughs> but the mind is filled with this mental state. Then <coughs> you have happiness, joy and happiness. What is the difference between these two? Joy arises by degrees in anticipation of happiness. That means when something is going to happen, Before it happens, joy arises. When it happens, happiness arises. Happiness, joy is 
and not some kind of uh, excitement. Joy is a state of mind. Normally when you hear the word in, in our day-to-day ordinary conversation, the word joy is used for some kind of excitement. But joy in the jnanic attainment is a state where the mind becomes tranquil, mind becomes calm, serene, peaceful. You experience that. And then what happens? You gain happiness. Happiness is still more refined joy. Which, become, which makes the mind even more calm, relaxed, serene, peaceful. They are, it is so quiet, calm, relaxed, you, don't, you are not interested in seeing objects, hearing sounds, smelling, taste and touch not interested at all. Remember yesterday in my little opening introductory talk, I gave a small, I, 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 I told you a small story of a monk named Potila, and he was taught how to practice concentration. And this little novice asked him to close the close five doors of the ant hill. This is our ant hill. In this ant hill there are holes, six holes. <laughs> Eyes, ears, nose, tongue, body and mind. So we close these five senses. When we attain jhana, you are not interested in sound. There are sounds, you hear the sound. For instance, when you are in jhanic state, somebody drops something, you hear it, but it just disappears like uh, uh, instantly as soon as you hear it, not paying any attention, it just disappears. There may be a smell of some perfume or flowers or something, not interested in that. You don't feel like opening eyes and seeing what is around. All this is temporarily close. Close means not paying attention to them. And then, when joy, happiness arises, since the senses are already temporarily shut down, you gain concentration. With these mental states. And then you have a contact, not physical contact, but mental contact. What does the mind contact? Mind contact these mental states. Mental states such as joy, happiness, applied thought, sustained thought, and so on. These are mental contact. Mind contact them. Mind also contact the pleasant, beautiful, peaceful, physical sensations. Physical sensations are there. And therefore when you attain the jhanic state, your joy and happiness pervades, pervades all over your body. It suffuses your entire 
body. Then you have feelings, feeling of joy, feeling of happiness, feeling of peace, feeling of concentration, you feel. These things don't happen without your awareness, because the consciousness is working there. You are fully conscious and therefore you feel them. Then <clears throat> when you feel you are conscious, you have contact, wherever there is contact there is a feeling. When there is a feeling, there is a perception, what is called sanya. We recognize them. We recognize each of them. We recognize joy more clearly, happiness more clearly, uh, concentration more clearly. We perceive, we recognize. Then also there is a, there is a thought of very special thought, thought of attention. Sub, uh, the, the things that are happening to you, you, uh, they are, you, they happen without, not without your awareness. And therefore, the thought of them arises in your mind. <clears throat> then, Consciousness is there. Uh, then a great, uh, what do you call, zeal, enthusiasm, interest in staying in that state is there. Because it is so blissful, so peaceful, nothing have you ever experienced in your life before. And therefore this is a new experience and there will arise a zeal, interest to stay in that state, in that state of mind. Then determination. Remember, once you attain a jhanic state, uh, you have to determine to stay there as long as you can. In order to master it, you also must have determination. Uh, once you attain jnanic state, uh, when you lose it, you should be able to re-attain it. In order to re-attain, you have to have determination. That determination also is in that jnanic attainment. Because your experience is so blissful, so peaceful, you determine to attain it again and again. People say sometimes when you have a little experience of peace and lose it, they want to get it again. But they cannot get. Why? This little peace arises without preparation without your awareness. Suddenly you feel a great deal of peace. That's rather imp that, that is rather an impediment than a real jhanic experience because you don't know how to get it back. So you will be end up, ended up with disappointment for not being able to get it back again. You will be frustrated. So uh, the determination should be there uh, for you to repeat it and you should be able to repeat it because you remember the steps you followed. If you don't follow any particular plan and steps, then you don't know how to get it back. And therefore attaining data is pre-planned step by step, mental training, 
letting go of certain things and cultivating certain other things, we attain that state. Therefore, we remember the steps we followed in order for us to repeat the same state. And therefore determination is there. And then, if you are lazy, you cannot even attain that state. During that state, you should be able to keep your body steady, straight, mind very steady and clear, for that you have to have energy. More psychic energy, mental energy than physical energy. Physical energy anybody can have. But with the determination, you also have mental energy to maintain that state without losing it. Then you cannot attain jhanas without mindfulness. You see, in the jhanic, the right jhana, always is accompanied by mindfulness. If there is no mindfulness, it is not right jhana. So to make the distinction between wrong jhana and right jhana, we must understand that right jhana always has right mindfulness. That is why in the Noble Eightfold Path, right mindfulness precedes right concentration. Number seven of the Noble Eightfold Path is right mindfulness. Number eight is right concentration. So the mindfulness always must be present in right concentration. That is another mental factor. Then all this, as I said, wholesome mental factors are consolidated, unified in the attainment of the first jhana. In the first jhanic state, wholesome mental states are unified. When they are all unified, the mind has equanimity, balanced state of mind. That is another factor that we have when we attain the first jhana. Then, then as I mentioned, we need attention. Attention to what? Attention to our original subject. Keep paying attention to it without losing it. Friends, these are the qualities that we have in the first jhana. You don't have to count them. You don't have to say, this is such and such, this is such and such, this is such and such, but these are the states that arise in the first jhana, if it is right jhana. Let me repeat this list once again for your record. Applied thought, sustained thought, rapture, or joy, happiness, and the unification of mind, that is concentration, contact, feelings, perceptions, volition, the consciousness, zeal or enthusiasm, decisions, energy, mindfulness, equanimity and attention. All these are there in the attainment of the first jhana. Then 
you in that state you feel like your entire mind and body is suffused with joy and happiness these are the predominant mental factors that you experience in the first jhana so there's a very famous simile i think most of you who have read jhanas uh, or heard talk on jhanas uh, might have uh, listened to this simile simile is uh, bad powder <clears throat> you bring the bad powder and put into a bad tub and you stir it or put the bad powder first and keep as you are pouring water you stir it mix it eventually bad powder mix it water it it would be uh, diluted that uh, you can eventually never find any grain of bad bad powder all of them are so well mixed with water similarly when you attend the first jhana your entire mind and body you feel you experience joy and happiness even in your body every pore of your body is filled with this joy and happiness there will not be any part unsuffused with uh, joy and happiness not only it is a, not only mental state it even you feel in the body so that state in that state as i mentioned you are not just like a vegetable sometimes we hear people say when you attend the first jhana you don't hear anything you don't see anything you don't feel anything and so on that actually is not true you hear you feel you the mind has contact and so on all these mental states are working and yet two mental factors dominate the entire experience such as joy and happiness arising from being secluded from sense pleasures and secluded from unknown sense mental state that alone <coughs> that alone brings you joy and happiness everything else is uh not so uh, powerful but these two mental states are very very powerful so <coughs> uh tomorrow onward i like to explain taking each uh, section Uh, separately and explain these things first and then i go into the uh, hindrances and uh, how they arise what we should do to get rid of them and once we got rid of them how we feel now here uh we have very uh, few factors mentioned but when you attain it it is not impossible for you to 
become aware of all these things in your mind, but don't try to label them. This is such and such, this is such and such. Then you are, instead of experiencing jnanic bliss, peace, peace, joy, happiness, you will be engaged in thinking. And then you will not have a real jhana. You may have you may have all kind of other thoughts, uh, sometimes unwholesome thoughts can arise. Then you lose jhana. I think with this I like to conclude today's talk. And uh, uh, there at at the five o'clock, I want to answer questions. Uh, please write your questions in a clear uh, handwriting so that I can read them easily. And I like you to continue your practice. <coughs>